dives in for the touchdown. Did he get it? Yes, sir, he did. Touchdown to Point Lions. You're listening to the One Podcast. Hello and welcome to the One Pridecast. I'm Tori Petrie alongside Lomas Brown. Hey! <laughs> this is the week 17 edition of the One Pridecast. Lomas, uh, the season is almost over. You know, and I was counting it down, Tori, and I can't believe how fast it has come and gone. And It's kind of melodrama, you know, because <laughs> the season is ending. We thought maybe a little playoffs before the year ended, before the year started, and now we're just looking at the end of another season and saying, wait till next year. <laughs> Sounds familiar, huh? Yes, it does. <laughs> well, apologies ahead of time, guys, for my voice. I've been saying this for a week now in every video that I've done. <laughs> I do not have a great voice right now. I'm still under the weather. I completely did not have a voice at all over the weekend. Uh, my voice came back a little bit, but now I just am like, I'm really am struggling yeah. so we're, we're trying to get through the podcast here so please uh be understanding with how i sound right now um and we're still gonna try and bring you some good lion stuff i mean if you're sticking it out and listening to there the lions go. podcast in week 17 for a game against <laughs> green bay that has no playoff implications you are a true fan that's right so i think you can maybe get through my voice too. and we think they're playing hurt if they could sit through a whole season and still be there at the end they've been playing hurt the whole year yeah yes you're right tor we could play hurt one more time for them yeah i i just ask that you respect the grit yeah that, that's all i ask <laughs> No, we've had a fun time on the podcast this year. Um, it's always fun every uh, Wednesday. We're a little late today, so it's a, yes. a day late podcast. Just a weird week with Christmas and everything. Um, but, you know, we, we've had a fun time recording these every Wednesday and talking about penalties and talking about scoring in the red zone or lack thereof, all that kind of fun stuff. Yes. So. We appreciate you guys sticking with us through 2018. This was kind of our inaugural year of the podcast. Of course, Lomas and I did a podcast last year, but this we is sure kind of the more it. official version. This is the one Pridecast. We've gotten players on in the offseason. Hopefully, we'll be doing that more of that as the offseason continues uh, this time around. Uh, who knows what the podcast will have in store, but we appreciate you guys becoming loyal listeners. Yeah, and I could tell you one thing. We'll probably have a lot of guests because I think that the roster is going to turn over, Tori. Yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of movement in and out, but I think it's going to be a lot of player movement. I would agree. I would agree. Well, before we get to talking football, Lomas, how was your Christmas? It was great. Yeah, the big fella. Let's see what I got. Uh, I got a new backpack because um, you know I carry a lot of things in my backpack. <laughs> so I wore my other one out, so I got a brand-new backpack and got all kind of accessories that the big guy needs all right. look good. So the kids took care of the big fella, and, of course, I think I ate too much, Tori. I mean, I went for it. I mean, it was, you have to. It's it was like I was back on the football field again. <laughs> you know, I felt it. So I went for it. And I think I did a great job. I think I went to the all-pro level that I used wow. to play. Yeah, I think I went to all-pro level eating this weekend. And it felt great. It felt really great. That's awesome. Yeah, what about you? How was your Christmas? I had a really great Christmas. I actually got to go home to Florida. That's right. For the first time in five years since working for the Lions. Um, wow. It just worked out because Christmas fell on a Tuesday, which is a player day off. So there weren't many work responsibilities. Everything that I needed to do, I was able to do from the road. So I flew home Christmas Eve um, and then back super early on uh, yesterday morning, which would have been uh, the 26th, uh, filmed our TV show and everything yesterday. So 
It was a quick trip, okay. but it was really fun. How I, was the fam? It was great. It was Doing so fun. Great. I haven't been able to like sit around the Christmas tree and open wow. presents with them in so long. So it was really fun. Christmas tradition of having cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. Oh, and then Christmas Eve, we have this traditional family dish. And it's just a really good time. So I enjoyed getting to be home. And now we're back. Yes. And we're just cranking it out for there the end go. of the season. Rejuvenated, going into the new year. So it sounds like you got your nutrition on, huh? Yeah. Sound oh, like yeah. You did I got well. fed well. Oh, yeah. good. Mom took yeah. good care of me. Mom took <laughs> <laughs> Mom took care, huh? <laughs> yes, yes. And my aunt, who cooks our traditional family dish on Christmas Eve. So I really uh, I really got fed well. Shout out to auntie, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm back home, and I'm like, cool, I have to cook for myself again. This is fun. <laughs> but oh it was good. It was a good Christmas. Um, and uh, now the Lions are, are back to work preparing for, for Green Bay. Lomas. What is it like when you have a game like this at the very end of the year that's, you know, not not no playoff yeah. implications for either team. It's just kind of just got to do it because it's what you're paid to do. Business as usual. What is that like? The only thing, the only saving thing about this game is it it, it is against Green Bay. That other than that because you don't like those guys, but other than that, you're right. It's basically you want to try to make it through this game safely. Even though you don't go out there and play that way, but that's in the back of your mind. You want to get through this game safely, but you want to play it hard. And I know the only way to get through a game safely is to go out there and play hard. Because the minute you start worrying about injuries and not going hard, that's when you're going to get hurt. So for those guys, they want to go out there and they want to win the game. I know they should want to beat Green Bay. It's kind of been a house of horrors for us even um, over the past years. You could probably exercise some of the ghosts of the past and beat Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's a head-to-head with Matthew Stafford. And, you know, regardless, even though he doesn't go directly up against Aaron Rodgers, I know he wants to beat Aaron Rodgers. You always want to beat your foe. So, it could be good, and it could be a momentum. But I think whoever wins the last game of the season normally can take that into the offseason with them. So you'd rather go into the offseason with a win than a loss. So it's a few things that you could carry over into this game to get you motivated to go out there and have a great game. Well, we won't uh, talk too much about this Green Bay game, of course, because it isn't it isn't uh, all that meaningful yes. for, for the Lions or for Green Bay. But since it is our last podcast with you, Lomas, you're, you're headed out of town as soon as the season yes. is over. So this is, this is our last podcast here with Lomas for a while. Let's, let's look back at the season and kind of talk about what went down, what went wrong, what went right. Uh, we'll start with what did you think the highlight of this season was? Definitely, definitely to me was Carrion Johnson. To me, okay. he was the highlight. You know, the way we knew they drafted him in the second round, uh, but you didn't know. And for him to come in here and do what he did as a rookie – uh, some of the runs he made, some of the progression that he made throughout the year. The one thing that I don't think a lot of people talk about was his ability to block, to pick up blocking, because normally with a rookie running back, that's one of the last things that they learn how to do. He seemed to transform into it seamlessly. So to me, he was one of the biggest surprises on a disappointing offense this year to me. Yeah, I think for me – this isn't necessarily a player, but I think one of the uh, more fun moments for Lions fans this mm-hmm. year was the Patriots game. Yes. You know, I think that that uh, while its implications weren't what 
we thought they might be at that time. You know, it was very early on in the season. The Lions beat the Patriots, which is always a big deal. Yes. But it felt like a, a, a big moment for Matt Patricia. He was a new head coach at that point, And, you know, there was a lot of excitement and everything. Now, of course, with the way <laughs> things turned out, that makes that game a little less meaningful. But at the time, I think that that was a really fun moment for I Lions agree. fans to be able to enjoy. And it was a national game, yeah. so the whole country got a chance to watch. So you're right. That was a big game and a big moment. And early in the season, yeah. too, Tori, early. Yeah, and I think uh, player-wise, Kenny Galladay is another thing yes. that Lions fans can be excited about. Of course, we already knew what Kenny Galladay can do, but the fact that he carried it over into this season and that he even was able to make some plays after he became the Lions' number one receiver. When the Lions had no more Marvin Jones Jr. and no more Golden Tate, he was still able to make some plays out there. I think that was encouraging as well. Yes. I think that Carrion and Kenny are two things Lions fans should be excited about for the future. And if I rewind and go back, I remember saying during training camp, wow, in preseason, where is Kenny? Where is Kenny? They didn't hardly utilize Kenny during training camp or during preseason. And once the season started, you could just see he, he ascended, kind of had a little lower where it kind of plateaued off. And then he started back up. So I, I I agree with you. I think he's one of our rising stars and one of the guys that we have to make one of the focal points on the offense next year. How about defensively? What were your highlights defensively? Oh, it's got to be snacks. <laughs> that was got mine too. Got to be snacks, man. Oh, that's my guy there. And I'm going to tell you, I, okay, I'll throw in a little ca caveat since we, we had snacks. I like Quandre. The, for a little yeah. fella – he had bad intentions every time he went up to hit somebody. I mean, we would even talk about it up in the radio booth. Every time he hit, you could hear his hits through the radio, man. So I love the way, because he's a smaller guy, but Quandre doesn't play. He go up there, he'll throw his body in there. He going to hit you, and I, I love that. So, yeah, so it'll be 1A, 1B for me. There was a really funny little conversation that happened on Twitter uh, he tweeted about how his hit power on Madden wasn't where he wanted oh. it to be. And then the Lions tagged Madden was like, hey, I think you need to fix this. And Madden went and changed it. Wow. Yeah. They sh man, I'm he brings he it. Yeah, he does. He, he has bad intentions when he comes yeah, up. Yeah, I would definitely agree that Snacks Harrison was a huge yes. deal to this defense this year. I mean, you can look at when he came and see a shift in this defense. Exactly but right. overall, I do think that this defense got better as the season went on. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's because it took players a while to really grasp Matt Patricia's scheme or to really get used to that, which I think is a totally normal thing. Uh, that would make sense to me if that's kind of what went on, or if players just really started getting better at their craft. Some of the young guys like Deshaun Hand, Ashawn Robinson, maybe they got better as the season went on, but I definitely think that the improvement along the defense is another thing Lions fans can feel good about from this year. No, you're right, and I, I think, Tori, I, I would say it's more so the players – because think about it, even when they some guys miss time, like Deshaun and some of those guys, Ziggy and all those guys, the guys that stepped up, Romeo Aquara, man, this guy has been awesome. And then you got uh, Ricky Jean, he's been good in there. So the guys have stepped up, and that was the one thing, too, from my standpoint. I was always worried about the Lions in general was their lack of depth. 
it was just too much, I thought, of a fall off when you lose a starter. The guy that replaced them wasn't playing at a level high enough. I think on the defensive side of the ball, I think those guys who when guys step in, the other guys, they really step up. On the offensive side of the ball, I can't say the same, but on the defensive side of the ball, I think the depth is really kind of where it needs to be on that side of the ball. All right, so we've talked about good things mm-hmm. about this season. Now here's the harder conversation. What did you think were the lowlights of this year? Well, definitely, if I look at it, it had to be the lack of discipline. I mean, if I just and when I say that, I say penalties. I'll say mental errors. Uh, I'm grouping all that in together, and a lot of that is on the players, and a lot of that is lack of discipline. So, to me, I think we took a step back from that standpoint because of the number of penalties. When these penalties happened, it was the timely nature of the penalties. Remember special teams? It seemed like we couldn't get a special team play off without there being a penalty. A lot of that has gotten cleaned up. But I think if it would have been cleaned up early in the season, it wouldn't have been as much of a struggle to where it had gotten late in the season. So, to me, I think that has to come up, and and I think Coach realizes that too. Yeah, game-wise, since I gave a game that was a highlight of the season, I Mm -hmm. mean, the Jets game has to be a low light. Even though it was the first game of the season and there were other – uh, rough ones that came after that. We we talked about it later on mm-hmm. in the season once the game started being really meaningful and whether that made it worse or better or whatever. But that Jets game was oh. a really really tough one for Lions fans. I think you're right. That was ooh, that was hideous. You you're right because that was it was so much excitement. Monday night TV, you know everything and a rookie quarterback coming in. You're right. That yeah, that was a bad one there. That was yeah, and and you know I think. Overall, when we're looking at what went right, what went wrong, I think that the uh, offense's just inability to really get a lot of production out there after they traded Golden Tate and after Marvin Jones got injured, I think that those two things uh, really hampered this offense and then carry on going down as well. All of those things together really hurt uh, the offense, and they just could not figure things out after that. So I think just watching the offense struggle – that was definitely a low light. It really was. And, you know, it was hard to see Matthew not be able to elevate those guys, too, that he had to work with. Even early in the season, too, Tori, if we go back to before we had the trade and before all the injuries happened, we still weren't playing at the level that we thought that this offense sure, should have sure. been playing at and stuff. So it was disappointing to see how it, the offense struggled early. Then we start having the injuries and the trades. So you know you weren't going to have the personnel out there. But yet and still, we still ask Matthew Stafford to really up to uplift that personnel. And it just just don't have the people around you. So it, it, it's just totally dif- disappointing as a whole offense. And then the same coordinator, you would just think things would just flow over and keep going, but it just didn't work out that way. Yeah, and you talked about the penalties, which is something you've harped on throughout the entirety of this podcast. Something I've harped on has been red zone. And I think that that was a low light of this year as well, just struggling in the red zone. And 
I think that that's an area where the Lions need to work on in this offseason is just whatever they're doing in the red zone. They've got to make some adjustments and, and really be better in that area because there were a lot of times, although Matt Prater is an incredible yep. kicker yep. and, you know, all the credit in the, wor- yep. credit in the world to him, but the Lions need to be able to get in the end zone, and I think that that hurt them this year as well. You're right. You remember at one point I said Matt was a slash MVP of the team because you're <laughs> right, he was carrying us. And you're absolutely right, Tori. And when you get in the third, Inside the 30, I just think coach is going to have to make that an emphasis next year. Once you cross into the 30-yard line, you you just have to heighten. Everything just has to get heightened because you're in there. You don't have a lot of yardage, and that's it's so critical to get seven points. You see, like you saying, three points, that's going to keep you in the game. Seven points is going to win games for sure. you, and we just didn't do enough of that this year. Yeah, I definitely agree. But speaking of field goals, I think – this was one of the more fun storylines this year in a, in a season that there was a, sometimes hard to find positives in the goalposts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that that was just such a funny thing. It was this odd hex that the Lions had on opposing kickers. It was just so bizarre. Um, but it was almost – it got to an almost comical point where yes. it would happen in games and you were like, of course. Yes. The MVP of the Lions yes, season, the goalposts. I, I thought that that was a fun thing about this year. Something? It was just a weird coincidence. But, Tori, how wide is a goalpost? It's only maybe that Like, wide. you couldn't pay guys to actually hit it. Right. You exactly right. And it kept happening over oh, and over. That, it was wild. Right. That was. That was. You're right. I forgot about that. That probably was the funnest. Yeah, yeah you so were let's 2018 be known as the season of the goalpost for the Lions. I'm dubbing it that now. That's so when we look back, there. we're like, oh, what? Matt Patricia's first year? No, the season of the goalpost. That's what it was. I like that. That's <laughs> funny, man. Well, we wanted to have kind of a look back podcast because it's like mm. New Year's, you know? It, right. It, at the end of the year, That's everybody true. does their look back That's at the right. year, look back at the highlights and the lowlights and the good things and the bad things. So mm-hmm. I think we covered it pretty well, all the good things and the bad things about the 2018 yeah. season. So what about coming up? What about – what do you think? I mean, what do you think about 2019? Not the season, but I'm saying the 2019 year, how it's going to progress along. Do you think with Coach uh, – we already said we might see a lot of changes. I agree. I, I think that's you the know. first thing that we're going to start seeing. Yeah. I mean, of course, free agency doesn't happen until uh, March, but we'll we'll talk a lot during the uh, Senior Bowl and during mm-hmm. the Combine. It's possible the Lions have a top five pick, top ten, definitely. I mean, I, I don't know all of the mathematical things behind it, but that's very likely that the Lions would have top five or top ten yeah. pick. Um, but – I think that that's going to be a big conversation, what the Lions do in the draft, what they do with their high pick that they're going to have this year. Uh, I think that we might see some turnover in the building. So we'll see what ends up happening in this offseason. But come free agency, that is going to be a big conversation for the Lions because I think that there will be free agents that don't re-sign. Ziggy Ansah yes. probably being one of them. Yes. So we're going to see players uh, that don't return to this building. And we might see some players that are signed here that, uh, you know, weren't here before. So I definitely think that roster turn- turnover is a big story that we're going to be talking about this offseason. I agree. I agree with you 100%. And I think, again, I think Coach has been auditioning guys these last couple of weeks. It'll be interesting to see who plays, how much certain guys play in this last game against the Packers. If some of the younger guys may get more playing time than some of the older guys. It'll be interesting to see how he ends this season with the rotation. And that kind of lets you know 
like you said, there'll be some big changes on the board. And, and well, it should be, Tori, after a season like this one. It, it needs to be changes. Yeah. Well, here's a fun one. Here's a fun look back for 2018, just because I think it's we've done our little road chronicles at mm-hmm. the beginning of podcasts after okay. road trips. So tell me what was your favorite road trip and why? Oh, okay. Wow, that's a great one there. My favorite road trip had to be San Francisco. Okay. Because I, I, that was my first time in the new stadium. Um, and then we got the chance to go and do a little, the place where we ate at, it was a little distance away. So we got a chance to do a little sightseeing around there. And then we were able to walk up to the stadium the next day. And I got in, uh, in between some of these San Francisco fans. And I didn't know they were as crazy <laughs> as they were, Tori. So Levi Field, is that what it's called? Levi, Levi, Stadium. Levi Stadium. So, yeah, that was my favorite so far this year. Okay, I think I have two. Oh, okay. So – I'm going to go all the way back to the preseason okay. for one of them. And I'm going to go back Ooh. to Napa training camp with the Raiders. Yes. That was fun. That was. I, I really enjoyed that trip. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I love traveling for work. It's, it's something that I really love about this job. And we got to go out there for like an extended amount of time. So that means that you have more time to actually kind of see the place that you're staying in. And so we got to stay in Napa, see some beautiful sights. It's yes. just pretty to just drive through. And uh, we got to hang out there a little bit. And I just enjoyed that Napa trip. I thought that was really fun. We stayed on a a great uh, place that had some vineyards in the back. I went for a run through the vineyards. I I just, I love, I loved the scenery there. So I'm going to say Napa definitely was one of my favorites. I'm going to guess your other one. I'm going to say one guess. Okay. Arizona. Oh, you got it. You know me, Lomas. You know me. I am the man. (laughs) You're right. You're right. But I don't know if that's just coincidence that it's the two like more extended trips that Mm -hmm. the Lions took this season. Um, But I loved Arizona. I loved hiking while we were out there. Maybe there's a theme of just me being outdoors. (laughs) I think that that's really the common theme here is when we go someplace that I can be outdoors. Um, So those two definitely were my my favorite trips. I mean, good food, good outdoors. I mean, got some tacos in Arizona, so <laughs> that's all it takes to make me happy. Really, is put me outside, get me some tacos, feed me good food, you and good I'm go, good. Huh? I'm good. That's really that's the recipe. So yeah. those are my favorite road trips. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, th- those were some nice trips too. I forgot about. It. I didn't go as far. I know that was back so far back, and, yes. and it was the first preseason game sure of was. the year, and I get to do the sidelines for the preseason games, which I love. I love doing. It's yeah. so much fun. So. That was the first time that I was doing it for this year. So there's a lot of preparation that went into that and uh, working with Matt Shepard and Chris Spielman, I love. So, uh, yeah, definitely Napa was a highlight for me. Yeah, we and hopefully next year we'll have some good trips. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice next year. Yeah, yeah. I, I always oh, I always look at all the road trips. Yes. Do you circle but, Green Bay? Do you look, do like we do? Ooh. Do you circle the cold weather ones? I mean, I think I'd more put an X in a circle. (laughs) Remember I said I like being outside? A big red X. (laughs) No, we like, we, Green Bay is an interesting trip because we have uh, the same tradition that our, that our group does every year in Green Bay because there aren't a ton of options in Appleton. Yes. Uh, So we do the same thing and it's a good bonding trip for our department so i am looking forward to that but it's been a good year of travel we've had some good road trips uh several west coast trips which is interesting yes. three times on the west coast was a lot for this team 
I ju- my voice just cracked. Hope you guys enjoyed that. <laughs> There's been a lot of that today. But yeah, uh, three West Coast trips. And the preseason ones are interesting because they're usually a little bit longer because it's a night game. Yes. So you have the morning of the game to kind of do whatever. So And that, we did a lot of commercial travel too, remember? Yeah. 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 So there was a lot going on this year, but was, we had a good year. Yeah. We did a lot of our uh, our road chronicles. You guys got to hear about it. So that's a little glimpse into traveling with the Detroit Lions. So hopefully you guys enjoyed uh, hearing from us all season long. We've enjoyed hanging out with you guys on the podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Yes. And no trivia question, right? There, no, there is a trivia question. Ooh. We haven't gotten to it yet. Oh, but since goodness. it's New Year's, here's we got a New Year's oh. trivia question. Here's my trivia question for you guys. You, you, you're, you're a loyal listener if you're still listening to the podcast in week they 17. Are. So I think you, I think you know the drill by this point. But if you know the answer to the trivia question, tweet it to at Lions, and you could win a, a Lions prize pack. So here's today's trivia question: Which current Detroit Lion has a birthday on New Year's Day? Mm, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, one so there. New Year's Day, first day of the new wow. year. It's his birthday. A New Year's baby. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think if you if you follow the lines, this one isn't too hard. It shouldn't be too bad. No. Mm. So, I wonder, was he the first baby of the new year? I don't know what time mm. he was born, but that's an interesting mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. But there is a line who was born on New Year's okay. Day. So <laughs> uh, if you know the answer to this trivia question, and you got to get it in before New Year's Day, because on New Year's Day, you're obviously going to see the lines tweet out the answer and everything. So you got to get this podcast That's a trivia one. question That's in right. quick. <laughs> That's right. But you can win the Lions prize back <laughs> if you know the answers. So uh, tweet it to at Lions, of course. But thank you guys so much for joining us all season long. We yes. really enjoyed it. The podcast isn't going away for the off season. Uh, we will still have the podcast. It may look just a little bit different. Well, sound different, I guess, right. is the better way to say that. <laughs> um, and we'll figure that out uh, when the offseason comes along. But, Lomas, it's yes. been great having you on the podcast all year. I've loved hanging yeah. out with you. Tori, it's been wonderful. We have that connection with the floor of the Gators. <laughs> it's just me and her got this psychic connection going on. It's been so much fun traveling with Tori, hanging out with her. Doing our post game interviews yeah. together, so we got one more. Yeah, got that's one more. right. We got one more. So <laughs> it's been a ride. It's been an up and down ride this year, but it has been a ride. I'm looking forward to another one next year. Tori. All right, sounds good. Well, thank you guys. If you don't already, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast because there will be more in the 2019 off season. We'll talk to you next year.